This Mustang made a million dollars to basically raise money for hurricane relief, which I think is pretty cool, right? But let's actually also check out the model of the Mustang because this just looks honestly pretty sick. Look at this. See, I think, like, I think it'd be super fun to, like, buy a Mustang like this, right? The only thing that I always get depressed about when I look at, like, fast cars is, like, yeah, okay, spending, like, a hundred grand or, like, two hundred grand on a car sounds fun, but at the same time, you still gotta go the speed limit unless you want to lose your license or go to jail. Like, it's just, it's sad when you think about it, right? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna drop, like, a hundred grand on a car for fun, but you're gonna get arrested. It's like, dear Lord. So, it's a car so nice, it was sold for big bucks twice. The 2022 Mustang Shelby GT500 Heritage Edition raised $1,938,000 for charity at the Barrett-Jackson Auction in Houston, despite having a sticker, sticker price of just $112,385. Now, I gotta say... If I had basically endless funds of money, or if I was making basically, I don't know, maybe like a million dollars a year or something like that, I would probably be willing to buy this car brand new from the factory because it's a cool looking car. Personally, I like Mustangs. Technically, I like all muscle cars. But yeah, this Shelby GT500 looks awesome. So the limited edition Brittany Blue Coupe was donated to the event by philanthropist George Shin with all proceeds from the sale earmarked for Florida Disaster Fund and Samaritan's Purse organizations for efforts helping victims of Hurricane Ian. The car was first sold to collector Mike Patterson for $400,000, but he immediately donated it back to the event and it was resold for $300,000. And additional donations were then made by Shin, his friend Kathy Lee Gifford, NASCAR team owner Rick Hendrick, and others, including those that contributed $6,938 to a hat passed around that brought the total haul to over $1 million. Shin, who previously owned the Charlotte New Orleans Hornets, told Fox News Digital prior to the auction that his first-hand experience with hurricanes inspired him to make the donation. So this apparently was the exact Shelby GT500 Heritage Edition that actually got uh, that actually raised the money. And now I'm not necessarily that big of a fan of like blue and like Mustang or whatever. I think probably like black or red would probably look the best, personally speaking. But I think it's pretty cool, right? Like this is the type of thing that if you had like endless amounts of money, you would just go and do something like this for, one, the fun of it, and then, two, to give back at the same time, right? Like, why not have fun and give back at the same time if you have the money to do so, right? Not to mention, this is going to be, like, a pretty massive tax write-off as well, because this is all for charity. So, that's another way to look at it, too. I've been through these storms, and it is horrific, he said. I have a house in Stewart, Florida, 
and it was in New Orleans when Katrina hit and we had to relocate the team to Oklahoma City. I know what people are going through. Now, the Mustang wasn't the only muscle car sold for a good cause. Michelle Mozzie, wife of the late philanthropist Greg Mozzie, also sent the last 2010 Chevy Camaro SS Callaway Hendrick Edition that was built to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Hendrick Motorsports across the block to raise money for Operation Homefront, which supports military families. And you know what's honestly like sad to me? Because I love the military. What's sad to me is that there's so much money that gets raised for military families, military people, and yet we still have a pretty horrendous situation of military personnel living on the streets, right? Either due to mental issues, PTSD, potentially even criminal issues because they just couldn't handle like civilian life. Maybe they just lost their job, all that kind of stuff, right? They're like, There's a lot of reasons. But it's always a bad feeling if you end up seeing someone who's homeless who also happens to be military, former military. Like That's like a double whammy. It's just like, oh, man, that really sucks. Let's see. We are incredibly grateful to both Michelle Mozzie for her significant personal donation and our friends at Bear Jackson for the long-standing support of our important work. I guess Brigadier General John One or John I. Prade Jr., President and CEO of Operation Homefront, said at the event. They clearly share our unwavering commitment to helping out military families in their time of need for all they have done and continue to do for all of us in our nation's time of need. So there's no comments on this, but I just thought this was like a pretty nice story because you end up basically doing something fun with your money, like spending a million dollars. That sounds kind of cool. Like, like to be able to spend like this kind of money on like basically a toy is just a cool thing to see. It's a fun thing to see. But also, the fact that the money is actually going to be used to help people that have been negatively affected by Hurricane Ian, like that's just overall a cool thing. It's like it's like a win, win, win situation. And again, I gotta say, the Shelby GT500 looks pretty awesome. Not gonna lie. Although I wonder how much, I wonder what's the cheapest you could actually get like a Shelby GT500 for. I think that'd be pretty cool to have. But, uh, wow. One thing's for sure, if you were to go and like buy like a muscle car, like just for yourself, like if you just want it, Make sure that the car is not more than half of your yearly income because it's going to go down in value, period. Like, no matter what vehicle you end up buying, it's going to go down in value. Now, unless you are, like, very good at, like, flipping, like, classic cars or, like, fixing up old cars and, like, making them drivable, right? Or flipping, basically, cars that are just literally not running, and you just like spend like a couple hundred bucks to get it back to running, and then you make like a thousand dollar profit. You could end up doing something like that, like car flipping. But if you don't have the skills for that, if you just want to like go and buy a car because you want a new car or you need a new car or whatever, never really buy a super brand new car, meaning like right out of the dealership. And especially do not finance 
your vehicle. Now, some people might disagree with that, but the way that we look at it is that you are basically taking a loan on a vehicle that is going to go down in value, pretty much guaranteed that it's going to go down in value. So you are basically having to pay for a liability, not even an asset, a liability because it's going to go down in value, right? Which is horrendous, right? So that even if you were to sell the car, you're going to have like a deficit. You're going to basically have to pay money to actually just be even, which is going to be horrible, right? Like another way to look at it is like, it's kind of like basically buying a, hold on, what would be a good example of this? It's basically like giving someone a dollar to hold on to two quarters. That's basically the equivalent of this. Now, I'm not saying it is impossible to actually make money off of cars. Like, for example, if you're like some sort of like social media influencer and like your business is basically you like vlogging with your car or something because you're like a car vlogger, auto vlogger or whatever. Some of those dudes and chicks are making hundreds of thousands of dollars vlogging themselves with their car, right? There are people like that that exist. There's also people that basically get a special allocation, right, for like a very limited vehicle that has an extremely high demand where technically speaking, they could sell that vehicle right away and pretty much double their money. For an example of this actually being a case of someone potentially being able to do this or someone who actually did do this, right, is two people. One who didn't actually sell it because they honestly just love the car is uh, a YouTuber that goes by Captain Sparkles, a.k.a. Jordan Marin, where he got a special allocation for the brand new Ford GT, but didn't sell it because he absolutely loves the car, right? But this vehicle, he could have pretty much sold it for like $2 million. Like he could have made so much profit off of that vehicle. It is disgusting, right? Now you have another person, which is uh, John Cena, who did sell his <laughs> Ford GT, for a pretty hefty profit and he also got sued so it's just something to like think about too like there are ways to make money from cars but some of the ways you may not really want to even go down and the reality if you just want to be safe with it is just never buy a car that is more than half of your income your yearly income and as long as you do that you're not going to be car poor Right? You're not going to be basically completely screwed financially just because you wanted to buy a cool car. Right? Like, for example, if I was making like $500,000 before taxes per year, I would be okay with buying this car. Right? Because one, I wouldn't have any debt. I'd buy this car in cash. I would definitely have no loans on this. I would make sure that my insurance is good. I would, I would have full coverage on this car, right? It probably also wouldn't be maybe my daily driver just so that I could keep the like 
insurance a little bit lower. I probably have like a truck or something as like my main driver or something. But yeah, like if I was making like 500k before taxes per year, I'd buy this car. Like it'd be super fun, right? Heck, if I was making like 250 per year, I'd probably buy this car because it'd be super fun, right? But I'm debt free. I have an emergency fund. I have minimal expenses. So I wouldn't really face that many issues with buying this car, this type of car. And that's the way that you really got to like look at buying cars. It's like, okay, what makes the most financial sense to me in my specific situation? But the general rule is don't spend more than half of your yearly income.